we're talking psychic senses here. We're talking channeling. We're talking deep, deep, deep intuition, mediumship that we all have access to. And just like anything else, it's a skill set that you build over time. I'm Samantha Bove, and this is She's Too Much. This show is for the woman who's been told that she dreams too much, talks too much, cares too much, thinks too much, feels too much, needs too much. And I say it's about damn time that we are even more. Because that thing you think makes you too much is the exact thing the world needs more of. Tomorrow is three years since my dad became my angel. And in three years, this is probably the first time I have sat down and in a long form spoken about my experience with grief and my experience connecting to my dad from the other side. And this is an episode for anyone who has lost someone that they love, who wants to maintain a connection, a deep connection, and continue the relationship with that person. If you are deep in grief, we're talking new grief, um, whatever that means to you, if new is a year, if new is a week, I really want to suggest for you to go back to episode number three. Because right now, I would just focus on holding yourself, uh, making yourself as comfortable as you possibly can before you really start to open yourself up to connecting with this person on the other side. The reason for that is, is because in the beginning, um, let's say new grief, the thought of connecting to someone on the other side who has passed is so painful because it reinforces the reality that they are not here and that you are left with no choice but to connect with them outside of physical form. And when you're experiencing new grief and you're not in the acceptance phase that this person is not here and they're not coming back, which still whew, is so hard to say, and it may be so hard to hear, and I feel I feel you, I'm with you, I hold your hand in that in that reality. In the beginning, it is it can just feel like way too much and not the good kind of too much. So if you're in the place though, where you are really ready to develop a connection with this person, then this episode is for you. I have spent the last three years building the most incredible relationship with my dad from heaven, from the beyond, from the eternal space that he, his soul resides. And that connection with him has come through deepening my connection with myself. And so when someone that you love dies, the reason why it's so sad is not only because you miss the experience of them, right? I could say I miss the experience of my dad's laughter, his jokes, his silliness, but 
the reality is, is that the thing I miss most is the way that I felt about myself in relation to him, how safe I felt, how sneed I felt, how special I felt, how capable, how strong, how fearless, how worthy I felt about myself as a daughter, a woman, a friend, a leader when I was in his presence. And when someone that has made such an impact on you and how you see yourself leaves this earth, it's devastating to the way that you can view yourself. Because what I realized is, is so much of my self-belief that I had about what I was capable of was attached to his belief in me. And so where I want to start here, I'm going to explore a few different ways to connect with this person in this podcast episode. But the first way to do that is to start by identifying the qualities within you that that person helped to form, the positive ones, okay? So if this person brought out your jokester, your silliness, write that down, connect with that. For me, one of the biggest things that my dad did was help me build my intuition. The way that he did that was very subtle but something I think, honestly, every parent should hear. So always, from the time I was very little, him and my mom, they always said, if you get a weird feeling about someone, a, a weird feeling in your tummy, your tummy hurts, or they just, you don't want to be around that person, whether you're going to a friend's house and you feel that way about their home or about a parent, or later in life in my teen years, if you're at a party and you get a strange feeling that something bad's going to happen or that something's going on, that even if you can't see it, you can feel it. I want you to call me. Always listen to that. If you're traveling and you can walk one way or the other, but one way just feels a little bit off or it feels a little dark or the energy is just heavy, walk the other way. Always listen to your gut. And they always too said, my dad always said, if you're at a party and there's drinking or there's something going on and you feel like this person said they didn't drink, but you really feel like they did drink and you're about to get into the car with them, you will never get in trouble for calling me. And what those words said was, I trust you enough to trust yourself. Another quality that he really helped build in me was the way that I express my love of people and my love of life. So my dad, Vinifo, he was the most expressive, charismatic man most people have ever met in their lives. Like if there was a good meal in front of him, he was ooing and eyeing and like just it was like it was like the first meal he's ever tasted. Like he just grew taste buds and he couldn't believe how fabulous, fantastic it was. If I walked in with a great outfit, he would be like, oh my God, you look fabulous. Turn around, do a spin. You look beautiful. If I was having a good hair day, you are having a great hair day. He just like did not withhold an ounce of his love, whether it was for his daughters, it was for the chef, or it was for the person who checked us out at our local grocery store and would just tell her like how magnificent she was and how funny she was and how you know, she lit up his day to, to, to see him and, you know, check out his cold cuts. It really was so incredible. And it gave me such a permission slip to, to express my joy 
And that is so magnetic. Like people want to be around someone who, when they walk into a room, is so genuinely excited to see them. And that is something that I hold so dear to myself and something I'm so proud of that I was raised in that light. And so the reason why I want to get your wheels turning about identifying the qualities in yourself that this person helped build within you is because connecting to those qualities within yourself is a bridge to connection with that person on the other side. This is what people mean when they say love doesn't die. Love transcends death. Because if that person helped influence the qualities that you love within yourself, they never died. Those qualities live within you. And the thing about grief is it's so sad that you miss them. But the reality is, is that when you connect to the joyful emotions that they help build through the memories and through the qualities that they helped build in you and identify and we are back to you, that is your pathway. That is the bridge to connection with them. Okay. And so identify those qualities. And now it's really time to make a choice. And you can make this choice right here with me together. I will fold your hand through it. Because the thing is, is that when someone dies, so easy to feel like you failed. It's the most helpless feeling in the world that goes against everything else that we're taught in society. That if you try hard enough, you pray hard enough, you will succeed. That if you just don't give up, you can make anything happen. And death is the number one exception to that rule. My sister and I tried so hard to keep my dad alive for as long as possible. Doctors, therapies, moving from facilities, so much prayer, so much fight. And yet we felt like we lost the battle. And that's what mainstream society also says about death is that if you die, you lose. Doctors are actually groomed in school to see death as the failure, which is so backwards because death is the is the path for all of us. That's a door that we will all walk through. And so when someone dies and you feel that helplessness of, wow, no matter what I do, I can't bring them back. In that moment, I want to remind you that you have a choice. You have a choice to continue the relationship with that person on the other side by choosing to keep them alive by standing in the light of their legacy. And what does that mean? Well, a huge part of that is by embracing and expressing and connecting with the qualities and the aspects within you that you love the most about them. And when you are in that frequency of those higher vibrational qualities of, let's say, joy or humor or art or any of those things that they help to build or play or adventure, really think about this person and the impact that they had on you and the people around you, right? Like, was it their determination? Was it their drive? Did they love watching movies? Did they love creating art? Like, in the later years of my dad's life, when he was bedridden and bowed to a wheelchair, he decided that he wanted to start making jewelry. And so he would make my sister and I and everybody um, these beaded, beautiful necklaces and beautiful bracelets. I'll put one on right now. If you follow me on Instagram at Samantha.bo, then at She's Too Much Podcast, 
you'll be able to see um, visuals and little snippets of this podcast episode. But yeah, so later in his life, he started making jewelry and really was waking up to his inner artist. And it was so amazing to see him in his 60s, this guy that like grew up working on motorcycles. It was like, you know, as much of a softie as he was for his girls and like, you know, he would love to get dressed up and like really cared about himself and was definitely in touch with his femininity in that way. He was definitely very much like a macho old school Italian, like Tony Sopranos without the psychoticness vibe to him. And so then to see him creating this jewelry and being so meticulous with it and, and watching him go into this creative artist zone, and it was so inspiring. And now I connected to my own art. And when I'm collaging and when I'm doing something that connects me to his spirit in that way, now it's about setting the intention of, I welcome you in this space to play with me. I welcome you into this space to create with me. And again, at first, this could be rather difficult because you're not used to connecting to this person without physical form. And that's very hard for all of us to do, right, is to connect with a spirit, to connect with a soul, to connect with an entity without their body in front of us because we're so attached to bodies, especially in our culture. So much of our of our culture is around our bodies, what we're wearing, how we're doing our hair, the trends that we're following, the way that we look. And what I think is so beautiful about grief is that it gives you this practice every day that says, am I going to choose to invite love in? How deep, how much am I going to allow my heart to expand to the love that is not just right in front of me, but to the love that is connected, that is transcends my space, that transcends just my friends, that transcends my community? Can I connect to the love of the people all over the world? Can I really tune into that love that includes all of the people who I did not lose, but who have died, but their spirit continues to live within me and within everyone? I do really believe that. So this is the first step is to connect with the parts of you that this person helps bring out in you. Okay. And then invite them into the space by just saying out loud, I invite you to come on this walk with me. And just keep your eyes open to the next step, which is going to be signs. Open yourself up to signs. So angels, I'm going to call them our angels. That's what I believe that they are. Angels love to communicate with us. They love to. But we have to be open to receiving the signs. And oftentimes, our head is in our phones, right? It's looking down. And so the biggest piece of advice I could give you when it comes to starting to work with universal signs and then extract the meaning from these signs from your angels and from your messengers is to keep your head up. Just practice keeping your head up. There's anything you can do, keep your head up. When you're walking, when you're on the subway, when you're at a stop sign, Keep your head up and your eyes open to the miracles and to the magic around you. And you have to ask for the signs. So one thing I want you to do this week is to pick something really simple. A butterfly, you know, a different type of animal, a song, 
and set the intention that you will hear or see this object. And if you don't see it, do not get disappointed because as you start to expand your, really, this is where we're talking psychic senses here. We're talking channeling. We're talking deep, deep, deep intuition, mediumship that we all have access to. And just like anything else, it's a skill set that you build over time, okay? And the biggest skill sets really that you're building are trust and awareness. Trust and the belief in yourself that you are capable of connecting to spirits, of connecting to universal wisdom, to truth, connecting to loved ones who have, you know, um, transitioned to what, what some people call the other side of heaven, right? So... Ask for the sign, stay open. And if you don't see it in a time frame that you're longing for, don't get disappointed because you're building the muscle of being able to see it. You're attuning yourself to the frequencies, to the songs, to the objects, to the images. Uh, you're also tuning yourself to the people on the earth that will be your messengers for your angels. Okay? And so as you start to set the intentions of, I would like to see this sign or come to me through a hummingbird or come to me through a butterfly or through, you know, a specific song, or I want somebody to communicate a reference, or I want to hear something that you've said, or I just want to see something that reminds me of you today. That's an easy one. Just start with that. I want to see something that reminds me of you today. I want you to let me know that you're with me today. I promise you that even if it's not the second you walk out your door, you absolutely will be guided from them and to the people, the places, and the things that will help you feel connected to them. And when you see those things, then it's your job to trust. It is your job to trust and to be in that moment of connection with them and to not write it off as, this is weird, this isn't true, I made this up, or of course I was going to see a butterfly, it's spring. But the reality is, is that if you did not set that intention, you would have missed a butterfly. I know that to be true. And you get to decide with the love in your heart what meaning you make of that sign. And that's how you start to talk to this loved one. That's how you start to communicate with them is just by saying, well, okay, great. By asking, okay, I saw this butterfly. What does this mean? I'm listening. And over time, you will start to hear the response from this loved one in a way that you know you're not making it up. This is becoming a channel, okay? This is deciding that I'm going to trust in the love that we had, trust that love transcends death enough to know that I can still receive the information, the messages, the encouragement, the wisdom that you still have to share with me because I have love in my heart for you. And if I have love in my heart for you and I let myself experience that love, even though it's sad because you're not here and I can't call you, if I let myself experience that and I work with these signs to help me and remind me that you are still here, because when we ask for the signs, I promise you eventually we will get them, then this is how you continue to build a relationship with this person. And this is where you find peace. And I will tell you that there is not a, a day that goes by that I don't think about my dad a ton. But the beautiful thing that has happened is that when I think about him, for the most part now, I feel joy. I feel protection. I feel guided. 
I feel like he's cheering me on that he has my back. And I actually feel like I have this superpower in my life because I know that, you know, if if I could feel so capable and so held and so supported while he was on the earth, the magic that this man is up to up in the big sky is just, oh my God, I could cry thinking about it. It's like, I feel so lucky to be so protected by the best angel that there is. And I want to tell you a little bit of a story. So in the beginning, and I will say this took me about a year to even start to open myself up to. So for the first year after his passing, I was in, I would say, like a a frozen state. Um, My physical movement was very limited. I wasn't like working out. I had, you know, definitely been drinking like more wine than I ever had in my life. I probably gained a good 15 pounds from just stress eating and comfort eating. And I really just let myself have the year to just ask for help, cut back business, not overwork, and just really be deep in my grief. Then in about a year, I decided that I, I, wanted to go to this Reiki event that I was invited to. And I was really nervous about it because it was on a holiday called Samhain and um, or some people pronounce it Samhain. And it's um, it's kind of like a a Dios Dios de los Muertos, but it's it's not it's but it is it's a day that marks um, a very uh, thin veil between this realm and the realm beyond. And it's a really beautiful holiday, very sacred. And I was nervous because I knew that part of the experience was going to be connecting with people that are no longer on on the earth side. And I didn't want to face it. But my friends really encouraged me to go. And when I went, I connected with him so deeply in this meditation. And it was the first time I experienced Reiki and just the sensation of this love from this practitioner, Lisa, who I ended up working with for a long time and still do today. It was so profound and being in that state of love and feeling so held by her and by the other women in the group and her encouragement to connect with with these people. I I went on such a journey with my dad. Like I saw my little self and his little self running through a forest together and playing. And, you know, then as we evolved and I kind of I saw him cross over to a realm that I didn't have access to but we could still see each other we could still feel each other it was the first time i realized like oh wow like he didn't go anywhere like he is right here with me and then over time i worked with a professional channel she actually was on the podcast stephanie banks you should definitely listen to her episode and learned how to hone these skills within myself and now i feel like i can connect with him whenever wherever i want whether it be channeling through writing I feel him with me right now. Before I started this podcast, I said a prayer that he would co-create with me and give me the strength and the words to talk about this without like so much emotion and, you know, just giving me the strength and the levity to record this podcast. Because this is actually also the first podcast that I have written nothing down, which is pretty amazing because, and it makes sense though, because being a channel for love and for say mediumship is the same as being a a creative channel for your work, for your art, for your poetry, and connecting with my dad in this way to connect with his heart and his wisdom and give words to it within myself when he can no longer use his words to speak with me. It has been 
such a profound exercise for me to learn how to channel everything else in my life, how to channel, again, my art, my words, my poetry. And right now, this is such an example. So thank you, Daddy, for you know, just letting, letting wisdom, letting life, letting your lived experience just flow through you. And so this practice, these practices that I'm teaching you of self-trust, of signs, of keeping your head up and your eyes open, of, of intentionally creating meaning around those signs and asking questions of, well, what does this mean? Where should I go next? What are you trying to say here? And trusting within yourself that th this voice is real, that this matters, that this is the way that your loved one can communicate with you. What this does is you embrace the fact that you are a channel to connect to all types of entities beyond, to your spirit guides, to your ancestors, beyond just the ones that you've lost, right? To connect with the spirit of people on this earth. That's another podcast episode of how do we tune into the energies of people on this earth that you're having a hard time communicating with with words. This really served me in my last relationship and in exiting that last relationship, tuning into their soul and their spirit and realizing, okay, this is their path. This is their choice. Even if they can't articulate it, it was very clear to me where their spirit, where their soul, where their energy was and where it was going. So we talked about connecting to the qualities within you connecting to the joy, that frequency, inviting them into the space, starting to work with signs, okay? This is, we're gonna go pretty surface high level here. And if you like these episodes too, please message me, share if you wanna hear more about specific ways to connect with these psychic senses and to connect with loved ones on the other side. But I wanna tell you a, I wanna tell you a story about how what used to just be my dad coming to me and say like a Reiki circle or in a meditation or if I was being super, you know, intentional and journaling and asking him for advice on something. Uh, now, the the strings that this man is pulling is just incredible. So I want to I want to tell you. So as some of you know, if you follow me on Instagram, about a year and a half ago, I was living in San Diego. I was in a five-year relationship and I was engaged. And um, it is November of 2023 as I'm recording this. And last April, I decided that I wanted to move to New York City. Um, after the breakup, I moved from San Diego to LA. I decided, I felt this call in my heart that I wanted to just try New York. So I put all of my stuff in storage in LA and I said, okay, I'm going to go and get a sublet for the spring. And when I arrived here, it was very clear to me that the sublet situation was probably not going to be within my price range. And it just seemed really hard. It felt really hard to get a place that I felt comfortable in. And so for three weeks, every day I woke up and I said, the person that's going to help me with this is Vinny Bove. He is going to part the seeds. He's going to hook it up for me. And I had full belief in that. Even when everybody was telling me it's impossible to find uh, an affordable place in New York City, you're not going to find it. Said, no, they don't have an angel like mine. So I, every day was looking and, you know, you can't just trust that they're going to pull all the strings. You also have to show up and take inspired action, right? But listen, listen and open your eyes to the miracles and to the messages that they're trying to say. But remember, you got to ask first. So every morning I ask, Dad, please, please help me. Give me the signs. Give me the people. Give me the the nudges, the feelings, the intuition of where my place is. I was very clear. I wanted to feel good. I wanted to be quiet enough. I wanted to be within my price range. And I just want to know that this is my place. And so the first thing was, well, open up your timeline. I got that very clear from him. Like maybe it's not a sublet. Maybe you can, you know, sign here's these. Like, 
what the heck? Like, why not? You can still travel. You could do your thing, but try it. Give it a good try. So I'm like, okay. So I start looking at one-year leases. That's the first thing. And every day I walk out my door, give me the sign, give me the signs. And there was nothing from him, nothing for almost three weeks. And I was getting a little frustrated and it's okay to get frustrated. You don't always have to be in light and love when you're communicating with your, your, your loved ones and people on the other side and your guides. I was getting pissed. I was like, come on. But in the same, at the same time, I knew, Sammy, you got to stand in faith. You got to stand in trust, right? It's not always going to be on your timeline because God's timeline, or let's say the universe's timeline, your highest self timelines is always going to be better than the timeline that you think, right? Because we don't know all the magic that's working around us, but we have to trust in it. So I was patient. I was, I was frustrated, but I was patient. And so one day I woke up and I went on and I see this apartment. It doesn't look like anything special, but the price was really like pretty low, suspiciously low. So I'm like, ah, it must be really terrible in person. But I said, okay, I'm going to message the broker. There was an open house the next day. And I said, please let me see this today. And I told him, I, I told him my, pretty much my whole life story. And I, I pretty much begged to let, to show it to me privately. And he was like, okay, I think he might've had a soft spot. And I meet up with him and it's right in Little Italy. And I'm like, oh, well, this is cool. So as I'm walking up, I just, you know, continue to say, daddy, please, please, please send me the signs. And so I'm like, oh, Little Italy, like this is cute, right? I'm fully Italian. Italy is my favorite place in the whole world. And so I walk up to the guy and, you know, we're chatting and he says, oh, yeah, Vinny, the owner of the building. And I said, we said his name was what? He's oh, Vinny. So I said, huh. That's my dad's name. That's so funny. I've been asking my dad to to help me to give me some signs. I'm really excited to see the place. So it's like, oh, okay. So we go in and the hallway is has not been done in a hundred years. It's honestly like the scariest hallway ever. It looks like the entrance to a murder scene. But for some reason, I felt so good walking up these couple flights of stairs. I was like, this is my place. I could just feel it. I walk in and it is so much more beautiful, so much more open than the photos. The room, it just feels like a princess room. There's crown molding everywhere. I love my bedroom. It's a two bedroom. It's tiny and it's the floorboards are slanted and it's far from perfect, but it just feels so good. And so I put a deposit down on the spot and just wait, wait for, wait for the ultimate side. So I go home and I show my sister the location. And she starts laughing and she's like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, what? And she said, this is directly above the restaurant that daddy took you and I on for your 16th birthday. This, I live in the apartment building above the restaurant that my father took me to on my 16th birthday to celebrate me. And it is probably one of the last places that we all went as a family before he got really sick. Sorry, it's get really sick when I was about 17. And it has like the most special memories. And I, when I walked up to the building, I knew that everything looked familiar, but I didn't realize the name of the restaurant was the restaurant. We have photos in it. It's, I just, you can't ask for a more clear sign. And every single time I walk home, I feel so protected by him. We're recording this right now. His energy is here because also we made memories in this building. 
And so these are, and also let me tell you, the rent I'm paying, I can't say it publicly because people will come for me. It's unheard of. And really, truly, I know it's my dad. And more than just my dad, it's my openness to the magic. It's my openness to the love. It's my openness to believing that there is so much working for us. There is hundreds of ancestors standing behind me. I can feel them. Feel your ancestors behind you right now. Hundreds, thousands of them all holding you. They all have your back right now. And if you can tune in and decide, I'm going to tune into the love and to the support that they are desperately trying to give me, your entire life will change. And I think that's where we leave it today. Oof. I have so many goosebumps. Oh my goodness, off and down my spine. Because your ancestors, they love you so much. And I will say on this note too is, when you start to do this work and open yourself up to this magic and play with the universe in this way, communicate with your ancestors and the loved ones that you've lost, um, whether they were ancestors or, you know, unfortunately, maybe a friend or a lover. This is really powerful stuff and it puts your problems and it puts your life into profound perspective. Why? <laughs> because when you find yourself obsessing about a text message from a, a boy or a girl that you're not getting back or, you know, uh, you're annoyed about something that somebody said to you. Just ask yourself, like, did my ancestors do all that? All that sacrifice? Did they go through all that pain? Did they, did they experience all that love for me to obsess about a boy that's not texting me back? Or did they do all of that for me to stand in the light of their legacy? to make my art, to make my impact, to use my voice, to share my message and pass on the wisdom that they help create within me. And I'll tell you, it's the latter. I'm sending you so much love. If you like this podcast, please take a moment, screenshot it, share it to Instagram, tag me, share it with somebody who you know has lost someone. One of the most inspiring, fulfilling things that I've heard multiple times now is from people who have lost loved ones is your relationship with your dad that continues on inspires me so much and gives me hope that I can have that relationship with somebody that I've lost too. And if I could do that for one person, oh my God, I mean, I am like truly living my dream and I'm living my dad's dream and that is so cool. So Leave a review, please. It helps to get these conversations and these messages out on Apple Podcasts. Two minutes, a little five-star, little I love this show. And we have a lot coming up. Reiki retreats, intuition programs. So please head to my website, samasabove.com forward slash intuition for a freebie on three ways to enhance your intuition. Follow me on Instagram at samantha.bove. I love you. I love you. I love you. Enjoy. And I will see you next week. 